Trevor, I have some research for you to do for me this week. Oh, great. Just what I need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I need you to go to Google Images, please. <laughs> right now? Yeah. Okay. I don't like where this is going. Yeah. Because I'm wondering if Seth and I have got a little bit of pink eye. So can you just look up some pictures of pink eye and describe it? It's not very bad, but it's like a little spot. So oh, you mean, This isn't going to be like diaper rash? Oh, no. I just want to know what it is. Ooh. Brent. Why? Oh, the crusting one where it's stuck together. So how does that compare to diaper rash? (laughs) No, it's not the same as diaper rash. But it's... (laughs) Oh, God. Is it helpful? So you think the more mentally ill people stick with diaper rash? Pink eye is just too much. You got to deal with it because it's in your eye. Um, you're not seeing like people's like eyes falling out. Yeah, you have to look at the eyes all the day, right? So you got to deal with yeah. that because you're always looking at people's eyes or your own eyes. But if you got some nice ass rash, I mean, you put just covered up in a talcum, and- talcum up, and I hope it gets better. It's going to get better, baby. It's going to get better. It's like, no, no, baby saying, no, it's not getting better ever. <laughs> here comes the wisdom and here comes the truth. And here comes your favorite podcast, always still made for you. Did you guys like how I started off last week's episode? Do I remember? Trevor with your, your big macho man, mm, and then the music hits. It's like, is that a permanent addition to the theme song? I don't know. It might be. It's big macho man-ism right in front. Right at the start of the cast? Yeah, I might like it. That's a good way to start, you know? So I've been doing some cleanup work on, on the podcast. Um, as, as keen-eyed listeners would know, um, the first 17 episodes don't have episode titles. And the, the, the next 111 do. So uh, That has always bothered me in my iTunes library. Is, really? Yeah. Because it's really bothered me. And like at the first, I was like, guys, we're going to start naming these episodes. You're like, nope. And then <laughs> as soon as I took over, editing, I was like, okay. I've got the power. I'm going to start putting some uh, some episode titles. So I've gone back and listened to the first like 20 episodes. <laughs> oh, God, this is your okay. dream, Carter. This then, is your dream. I, yeah. So then I picked out um, my favorite episode titles. And this is about last year. And then I lost that piece of paper. So I'm currently going through it again. <laughs> <laughs> but So do you have any titles it. for us? Of course. Well, the first episode ever, you know, it, it, it's tough because uh, you don't want to just have some random throwaway line. It needs to be something integral to the podcast's origin as well as funny. So episode one, I have We Are Young Rastafarians, which Trevor, you mentioned. So I think that's a good first episode title. And then like episode three is like, give me a flipping Danza. Welcome. <laughs> you are loving it. The whole Rasta theme. Like yeah. That led to that could disappoint some people. Well, you're saying it didn't like we haven't didn't done, really done anything in a while. Are you saying we haven't done anything in a while? Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, Brent, 
that's my next leads me to my next segment. Jamaica news. <laughs> we got some new Jamaica news. You right got here, Jamaica, you Jamaica I'm news. Jamaica news. There's some timely Jamaica news. I might know what. I know oh, what yeah. it is. What is that? You guys know what it is? Oh, people, don't you want to believe? Jamaica, we got, got a bobsled team. team. Yeah, man, they're back. They're back. <laughs> Mr. Winston Winston Watts himself, 45 year old driver. He's back. He just qualified, but you know he had some money problems. So he uh, he put the call out to the internet, which is pretty much the easiest thing to raise money ever. Go, yeah. hey, we're the Jamaica bobsled team, and we need some money. Yeah, Everyone's Kickstarter like, yeah, for it. the Jamaica bobsled team. Done. <laughs> yeah, we Done. need, need 40000 They're like, okay, here's 120000 <laughs> Here you go. So, who wouldn't yeah, do that? Uh, who wouldn't? Yeah, who wouldn't sponsor the Jamaican bobsled team? Oh. Cool Runnings is like one of my favorite movies ever. Now, is watching Cool Runnings what inspired him to do this? Or he was part of the crew, right? No, people. No? Some news articles say that he was, but no. Devon Harris, Dudley Stokes, Michael White, and Nelson Stokes were the the original crew, and he's Winston Watts. Mm. So I think he uh, he he was part of the crew in like '94 and '92, but the original 1988 in Calgary, he wasn't part of. Okay. So yeah, he was part of some. So that's that's our Jamaican news. Thank goodness they're there. not at the Toronto Killer Chorus. <laughs> oh, the Vancouver one. Yes. But... Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if like Drake and Bobside team died? It'd be the worst thing ever. Aw, that'd be too sad. Too much sad. <laughs> too much. <laughs> too much no. sad. Like this Winston Watts guy, like he lives in the U.S. and stuff, but he's originally from Jamaica. Is that okay for you guys, or does he have to be like legit Jamaican? Oh, I think like it's whatever you Jamaica. can. Jamaica, are you it's whatever okay you can get? Yeah, I, I don't like it though when um, when people use it to get on like lesser teams. Like when this guy's like the most Canadian guy ever, but then he'll like move somewhere just to make like the the hockey team or something, you know. They're like, hey, I'm on the Belarus team. It's like, yeah, because you couldn't make Team Canada in your wildest dreams. Yeah, that's so, kind of weird. I, I don't know how that. I feel about that. Except when they're defecting and coming to our countries. <laughs> yeah, like like Donovan Bailey and every sprinter ever. Yeah, I'm okay with that, too. Never mind. <laughs> they're all from oh, Jamaica. I they're think, like, I I think Olympics Canada. are going to be a disaster. Well, did you know it's it's costing $50 billion to put on which um, is every single Winter Olympics that ever existed, if you compile their operating budgets put together, does not add up to $50 billion. And it's like, hey, Vancouver just had it four years ago. And like Salt Lake City, like you think those two added up together would, would breach 50. But no, there's some corruption going on. Like Putin awarded his brother uh, the contract to build the, the rail system and it cost $8 billion. And experts have come out and said, yeah, I could build that rail system and pave it with caviar every single you know, <laughs> square inch of that would be covered in caviar and it might be under eight billion dollars you know expensive caviar is like a hundred dollars for a little tin there's so. some talk though that putin might be the richest man in the world really yeah. what there's some talk that he might be the richest person in the world but nobody knows because he does these kind of secret. railroad projects and things and he hides them <laughs> there's talk that he might be the richest man in the world because, you know, the American that's, president, like, in Clinton's day, enough. they used to get 200000 a year, and now I think Obama makes about three hundred to $400,000 yeah. a year. So you're saying Putin 
isn't to be the richest. How much money would he have had to funnel off? Like a lot. Are we talk like because Warren Buffett's the richest right now, right? Is it With still what? in the billions for? Would it still be like a hundred billionaire? No, I think it's around um, forty or fifty or sixty billion. I think is okay. Then Putin uh, could, yeah, he, he could. No, uh, Warren Buffett is fifty-eight point five billion. Yeah, and I've read oh. somewhere that they think Putin might have like fifty to sixty billion dollars. Wow. So, and he's my boy. Don't forget, like <laughs> he's my favorite out yeah. of the, out of the gang. So I mean, good on him, but. I That's think a that good place to have, I guess. I think that place is it's not going to be a happy time. I think a lot of bad things are going to happen from a lot of different ways. Or else just like every other gonna... Olympics, nothing's going to happen at all. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, if you get in Munich and Atlanta, there's there's bombings all the time and uh, Yeah, I think yeah, I just oh, I got a bad and vibe. Most of them are Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of them aren't like right next to Chechnya and, and stuff like that. And with know? what's happening in Ukraine, oh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're mad at Russia, so uh, yeah, you're right about that. Something's going to go down. Like all Could the I broadcasters. Have, yeah. Should and, I support Ukrainian terrorists at the Olympics if it happens? I would no, have to say. Attacking... I would say yes, maybe. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's uh, if they're attacking like Russians. Yeah, but how do you do that? If they're focused, yeah. So, yeah, I guess you can't support any kind of terrorist acts, but... Oh. Mm. That would be tough. You got to support the pierogi police. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're the real deal. I'm pretty proud of Ukraine, actually. I'm pretty proud because that's my my way, you know, my theory about how things change is heads on sticks, and they are not backing down. They're... You have to go for it. Yeah, you have to go for it. Yeah, I know. And once you're this far in, I mean, you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even like Vitaly Klitschko, the WBO heavyweight champ, retired. And uh, he's like in the Ukrainian office right now. And he was like out there calming the protesters. And someone takes a fire extinguisher and just gives it to him. <laughs> like, toughest guy in the world. It's always just like, <laughs> No, I don't. Uh... Yeah, I, I think they're going to split that country in two. I don't know how we got into such a serious topic here. But. Jamaica, we got a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to do a Winter Olympics special like we did the Summer Olympics maybe next week? Maybe. Maybe. Sure, yeah. I'll go listen to that old episode and find We already the covered the Winter Olympics as well. No, we did it. On sports that should be there or not, I think we did. Oh, I'll go. I'll go back and listen. You know, it's my duty. They should podcast, have like. Uh, they should have just underwear running <laughs> through the cold. Yeah, <laughs> and a hot tub and a, like. It's I like, like it. it's like okay. Here's the here's the event. There's it can happen in Troy's backyard because this is exactly what we did minus the hot tub. <laughs> in my perfect vision, you can have like. A little a circuit that you have to run and do. So you have to like mm-hmm. run somewhere, do some push-ups, do some sit-ups, all in the snow. And then you get to run back into like the hot tub and you have to like drink a beer. Yeah. And then you run well, back out. Snowboard- yeah. Well, now that's snowboarding with like trick event. Like- Carter, what's the name of the new snowboarding event? Slope style, I think. Or yeah, something. slope style where you actually like where you're grinding down the hill. Now that that's in, why not just have like, hey, let's 
let some people like draw make up a sport for the year. <laughs> that's, that's a really good idea. Just an amount like you you invent a sport. Yeah, you put your name in a draw if you're picked. You give the athletes who are in it like a day's notice. And you just see who really <laughs> the best is. Yeah. Or else that's you tell. I guess we're that's CrossFit again, but. Oh, can't have that. <laughs> well, what if you told all the Olympic athletes who are there, like you get to also, if you want, you can opt into this other event, but you don't know what it is. And then you have people mm-hmm. compete to pick, to come up with it. Or else you put six people in a room and they have to make up a game. And then the athletes have to compete in it. Winter, summer, both. Well, I like winter right now. Just like extreme tobogganing or something. That'd be cool. Sure, yeah, toboggan and toboggan jumping. <laughs> GT snow racing. No, I'd yeah. like to make it something more like bizarre. Because I know what you mean, Brent. Like now that they've let nonsense snowboarding in as an Olympic Well, so you guys sport. are against nonsense snowboarding? Yeah. yeah but what about like nonsense skiing, like aerial skiing and stuff like that? That's all the same. I think we've been through the judge sports, whatever. Oh, anything. Anything with yeah. a judge is out. Yeah, because once you put in, like, slope-style snowboarding, like, we're skateboarding, you know? That's more international than, uh, than snowboarding is, so. Yeah, snowboarding's just for rich white yeah. people. It's, yeah, that's it's, exactly no, it's, what I was going to say. NBC it's, wanting ratings because Sean White's going to win. Yeah. You know, how, how many, how can we get Sean White more medals? Yeah. <laughs> or Travis Rice or something. Sports that only a couple countries have any chance of getting medals in. Pump yeah. up the numbers. Exactly. Yeah, no snowboarding. Chinese shoes. aren't Chinese aren't getting any snowboarding medals. Well, they probably will. I don't know. <laughs> oh, races! China is going to kick everybody's ass in snowboarding. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure they've got amazing women snowboarders. Yeah, I think it's they like, do. I think yeah, men they don't, but women yeah. I think they might have, especially like mogul skiing mm-hmm. and, and things like yeah. that. I do appreciate how the Chinese have like it's now the best curling teams in the world. Yeah, just yeah. to prove my point that if you really tried. Yeah, you're right. We could probably put together, like, oh, you're the failed gymnasts? Okay, come curl. (laughs) We need medals. Well, it makes sense, because, like, all the Canadian curlers and stuff have real jobs, like, for all day, and then they, you know, Mm -hmm. curl on weekends and evenings and stuff. Because it's not a a real, you know. Yeah, well, the Chinese Olympic Committee has been well documented. They just, like, take the kids away and, like, hey, you're coming to work. Get, get, mm-hmm. get us the gold all mm-hmm. day or swimming and stuff like that no I think I think Brent your theory is right and it gets me in so much trouble <laughs> your theory the curling gets, one yes because I get in arguments with people all the time yeah, curling like, isn't real yeah that you know if you just tried hard enough and had free time you could win everything <laughs> it's like yeah. everything you could be the best <laughs> in the world if you had my, like my big thing is is why are female and men separated for curling mm-hmm. more medals to pump up the because uh... women aren't as good as sports <laughs> <laughs> but curling is the sport is there Carter you is there any game people yeah that women can do as well as men it should be. I don't know. Is there anything? Darts? No, that's not the question, Carter. Probably not even darts, right? I think You've men are the pool, right? There's the spider lady pool. She's no good. The Black I think, Widow. 
Poker's like the only thing where men and women can play together, I think. It's like the one pseudo sport. Yeah, poker's uh, really taking down the the gender gap. Do you think poker's ever gonna it's be? It's like in the got Olympics? skanks with drinks walking around. <laughs> <laughs> really bridging the equality. You know, I'm, I'm pretty ashamed of some of the stuff I, I've been Googling lately. You want to hear an example of... Uh, Probably not. One of the things. So we were talking about... Uh, Your mom listens. No. We were talking about the band Nelson, right? Yeah. And, you know, I started listening to the bit and I got a little hooked after the rain. Mm-hmm. Good time. So I actually Googled, does Gunnar Nelson have kids? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm about to tell you why this is very important. And he doesn't have kids, and it really upsets me. Like, I really want Gunnar Nelson to have offspring. A couple young guys. Mainly for the reason. <laughs> yeah, his uh, his grandparents, Ozzy Nelson and Harriet Hillard. That's Ozzy and Harriet. They had a number one hit in 1934. And then his dad is Ricky Nelson, famous, famous singer. So he had a number one hit in uh, 1961, Traveling traveling man in 1961 and then nelson gunner nelson and his brother matthew nelson had a number one hit as well wait was it a little they actually had a number one hit yes wow good on on them yeah love and affection hit number one in 1990 so this is three generations of nelsons with number one hits like do you know how ridiculous that is it's for you to rob yourself the chance of having a kid who could potentially have a number one hit. It just it just makes me angry. So here I am googling this gutter Nelson. Are there not more kids. than one Nelson? Yeah, well, his brother Matthew Nelson. Yes, and thank he you. So have kids. Does Matthew does not? He doesn't either. What the hell? Because they're in love with each other. I knew it. Probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah, Matthew Nelson. I mean, Gutter Nelson's Wikipedia page says he has made it clear he has no plans to ever get married. So, uh, I don't know, like, you know how hard it is to get number one hit and then, like, for your parents and grandparents? It's just denying the world of good music by basically not having kids. <laughs> or you could argue that it, the music's kind of progressively worse through the generation. Yeah, maybe he's saving, doing us all a favor. <laughs> maybe he's doing us a favor, yeah. Oh, well. So, Terminator. What? He's a robot. <laughs> Go on. What? Terminator Terminator is a robot, not a cyborg, right? Yeah, it's full robot. Full robot. Just yeah, a cyborg is half man, half human. And he's just a, a, a robot with a human overcoat, I guess you could say. Chipset. Yeah. An overcoat, yep. So we've got one of the first well, that we know of, cyborgs. Cause you know, who knows what the army's been doing up to been up to. So Yes, Carter, the Arby's making cyborgs. Oh, maybe. Maybe. So this is Tim Cannon, and he is a self-proclaimed biohacker. So he wanted to make himself into a cyborg, and I guess he's succeeded. He's uh, implanted a chip inside his arm. And so when you think chip, you're like, oh, it's this little microchip. No, it's like full size of an iPhone. And it's just under his freaking bicep. It's disgusting. So he put a computer in his arm. 
Yeah, and then that computer, uh, all it does right now is, is uh, reads his temperature, and then it outputs via Bluetooth into his cell phone, so you can see how hot he's running. He can and, shove uh, his thumb up his ass and know how hot he is. <laughs> Pretty much. And so in, in his uh, future, the next generation of, of Chip, it's also going to read his pulse so he can tell you know, so he's how fast a his cyborg. So he's a self-proclaimed cyborg. And um, it's just disgusting. Like, it's just under his arm because obviously a, a doctor didn't um, put it under. So he found someone at his tattoo shop. I guess it'd be a body modification. Oh, now, this guy, the medical field, he's got a family background in medical device engineering. He himself is, is not a doctor at all. So he did the operation without anesthesia, obviously, because who can get you know the proper drugs? Well, proper doctors, right? So he's like, his quote, how did the surgery go? And they said, there's some pretty amazing things that we as humans can do with ice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I hope this guy just gets a mask because like, you know most a lot of medical uh, operations result in infection right so like these guys are just gonna like die of flesh eating disease you know right away so really what's the point you know your, your, your pulse one day and right now you know your temperature but he's got some uh, he's got some big plans for this he says um, for example in the future say I've had a stressful day my circadian rhythm will communicate to my implant that to my house, and my house will prepare a nice, relaxing atmosphere for when I get home. You know, dim the lights, play some soothing music, music, let out a hot bath. Yeah, or, you know, bring out your cell phone and press one button and be like, hey, rough day, auto robot house, start making me feel good, you know? Holy. So, yeah. This guy, this guy needs to get an infection. This guy's and, just a loser. Perhaps, yeah. But, you know, he's, he's the self He got girl. it all wrong. You got to yeah. dream big. This guy's only fault is dreaming small. But, you know, they're making a business out of it. They're charged $500 for the chip and $200 for the, the procedure. That's you can it? Turn yourself, you can turn yourself into, a, into a, a really, really crappy cyborg if you want. You could just put your phone up your butt. With a temperature, with a temperature app, it's got to be in your butt because that's where you tell temperature. If you, unless you can fit your phone in your ear. <laughs> so yeah, don't like this guy one bit. And the fact that it just looks disgusting. Couldn't he just really tape like... his phone to his arm? <laughs> to your wrist, or you know, like make a. a Wouldn't that a work? Pulse reading equally app, as well for uh, your temperature. For your, yeah, and like wear a watch, you know. Or just put something in your armpit. Yeah, I guess so. It, it really, has to be under your body your skin. temperature. Like your body temperature doesn't fluctuate that much. It's not like a computer when you're running like a new top end game. It's like getting too hot, and you're like, gotta check my readings. Well, who cares what your temperature of your body is? It's yeah, like, oh, you... running a fever. Guess what? You can tell when you're running a fever. <laughs> you put a thermometer in your mouth. Oh, don't like it one bit. All right, back to. You. Russia for a second. Okay. <laughs> All right. You can, you can edit this later, Carter. Sure. So, the toilet situation there seems just nightmarish. In the Russia? toilets in Russia? Yeah. These, there's, not only is, well, 
what's going on with the double stalls? Double oh, could you d- I don't, I've heard about this. What's what's a double stall? One stall, I guess I don't know, double stalls at the right name. One stall, two two toilets. Okay. Straight yeah. up. Like mm-hmm. intimate moments shared yes. with another one person. One little yeah, one little garbage can in between. One little garbage can in between. What's the point of having stalls if you don't care about privacy? Or is this someone that you trust? <laughs> <laughs> is it someone that you trust? <laughs> <laughs> who do you trust that much? <laughs> both, and who needs to take a poo at the exact same time you do in public? It'd be like, hey, you know what? I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. It's like me too. It'd be like, hey, all right, I trust you. Double stall it up here. (laughs) (laughs) So, Trevor, who would you rather share a stall with? Oh, the two of us. Oh, definitely Brent. (laughs) (laughs) Because Carter would be giggling. Brent, I could trust you to be a man and just get the job done and leave. Yeah, yeah, no. Brett, I, I would. I, we could make an I agreement, Brett. We could make an agreement, Brett, and it would be. We're never going to speak of this again. <laughs> or look at each other or think about this. <laughs> well, it'd be like, I, I'd do a callback to yours. Hey, remember when we took a double crap in the double stall? Wasn't that sweet? There was one in the. Um, it was a mm-hmm. bar we were in in Winnipeg. What's it like? Are you really like you couldn't afford like the twenty five dollars in plywood to like put up? There was two toilets right beside each other. <laughs> in the open yet. Nice prison style. I think we wrote a sign. I believe we went upstairs and we made a fake sign and put "Home of the Intimate Shit" <laughs> on it and stuck <laughs> it up on the door because we thought it was so funny. Oh uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, there is a there are signs up that. We're on Twitter right now from the Canadian Olympian. Just giving you some rules for Russia, too. Like the do's and don'ts in the toilet. Oh, so this is in the Olympic housing? Yeah. Like so for the athletes Trev, maybe, wow. maybe your travels, you've experienced more of this than I have. Different styles. Oh! Using a toilet, but... Yes, I've but seen them got all! Somebody, but it's got, yes, do sit, do sit on the toilet. No, don't stand and pee. That's got a big X through it. Good splash. It's gross. Don't throw up in the toilet. Okay. I don't know about that. Don't stand on the toilet itself and try and go like in the hole, I guess. Well, that's the Indian style, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. They can hit that. They can hit the three. No problem. <laughs> don't do drugs. Don't stick a needle in your arm sitting beside the toilet. That's the... That's the... <laughs> Steven Adler principle. <laughs> and then it- <laughs> That's only funny for like three people in the world. Well, I didn't know he's a drummer for Guns N' Roses. Who <laughs> like could vault in a bathroom. Like, he, used to- <laughs> he used to wrap his heads in towels before he'd shoot up. So he wouldn't smash his head all over the porcelain. When he was getting high. (laughs) (laughs) 
man. So don't do drugs. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear about Africa. Uh, everything was Africa itself was great. Um, continental Africa. I guess we, we. I was in Tanzania, uh, which is like safari world. There was a little bit. There was still like Europeans who were coming for the old timey safari experience. Like hunting? Like old men with canes that they wish were guns, but you oh, can't nice. anymore, you know? And like nice. having like like black people in traditional clothes carrying their bags around because they like... It was really creepy in some parts. Like there was definitely like a superiority, like I'm coming to the wild African land to conquer it. So there was some like really creepy people. Um... But Tanzania itself is just, yeah, wow, it's amazing. I saw, I saw all, all the animals. I don't know. What, what do you guys want to know about animals? Any animal <laughs> questions? No. No? Nope. Okay. Did you Such, have to pet a, pet no, a you don't, cat? You don't pet anything. You don't even know. You don't leave the car. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we were in the wild, wild. We weren't at, like, camps, like... Like when you go on a safari, it's like okay, wake up, get in the the jeep, and go driving until you find something way in the wild and see what happens. Okay. Like there's she also no... had done both, but there was a spot she was at where it was. Oh yeah, here's a big line of tigers on leashes. Go and pet them. Oh no, there was none of that here. This is wild. <laughs> That's wild. good. That's good. Like it's. I saw a cheetah. Like I saw two cheetahs like attack. Um, like a, a hog, which was amazing because we were sitting there and all of a sudden we spotted two cheetahs on a hill like far away. And the cheetahs were like pretending to do nothing. And <laughs> right in front of us, all of a sudden, this hog just like walks into the picture, has no idea that the cheetahs are there with its whole family. Do-do-do-do hog. And all of a sudden you could just see the two cats lift their heads up. And I swear for like five minutes, they did they just sat perfectly still, and all they did was stare. I have like a hundred pictures of them, of them just <laughs> nice. just staring, planning, 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 not moving a muscle so that the, the the hogs don't know they're there. Right. And then as soon as the hogs had their back slightly turned, both of them stood <laughs> up, creeped, 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 and then it was on. All the other cats like divide. Uh, they divide their prey and scatter them. Mm-hmm. Cheetahs just don't give a. They just run. This is let's go foot race. You and me. Let's see what happens. Like, <laughs> and it's crazy. I got to see cheetahs attack twice actually, which was pretty amazing. I'd say them and rhinos were the two craziest things. Except rhinos, when they move, move so gingerly. Yeah, they look like they're prancing. Like they're just like do do Here come the rhinos. You're like what? And they're just massive but rhinos are hard to see so it was neat to see them you see giraffes everywhere giraffes and zebras are like you can't not see them basically giraffes do some funny stuff but anyway tanzania yeah okay but then we decided to go to zanzibar we thought you know what we're gonna go on our eight day nine day safari living in tents and you know the serengeti and like taking like ordering baths where they like they use little pulleys to like wheel up hot water to your like shower in the back of your tent and then dump the water into your shower and you have a little rope to pull it to let the water out and stuff like 
cool and we're like, hey, we're gonna go to we're gonna go to Zanzibar on the beautiful beaches and just relax for a few days before we come home. I guess that the people who organized our safari didn't realize how our age. Because we ended up at what I could only describe as like a place for people waiting to die. <laughs> it was a resort on an, on the island that was we were the youngest people by thirty years. It's just oxygen tanks and stuff. It nice. was just us and the elderly. Like really and everything was catered to old people. Like they had cheesy like bands playing t- there was bands that didn't know what they were singing. I don't think they knew English, but they were singing English words. To like the one guy saying, Can you feel the love tonight? And there was like a grandma with her hand <laughs> on her heart and her hand up in the air, like singing along. And old people dancing. I, I was I once told Lisa if they played brown eyed girl, I was gonna kill myself. <laughs> Luckily I wasn't there for any brown eyed girl. And she probably booked a trip after the Ukrainian incident with you checking out all the girls. She's like, we're going to this beach resort. We can't. <laughs> Old folks. Oh, and it's just like the, the bands and like the service and the, it was just so elderly. It was hell. It was literally resort hell. And you're trapped. Like you're trapped in your resort in that island because it's not really safe to go anywhere. So, yeah, we ended up in the oldest of old folks. So listen to the band. Okay. <laughs> if you're in a band, what's the yeah. one song? Like, think of one song that you would, you would never sing trying to sound like the original singer. One song in the world that you would like, pick the one song that you would never ever sing like trying to do a copy of the original singer think skid row monkey business no <laughs> not smith no that's that's a good pick but it's not it's it's more old people oh this, um this is an older crowd so i know there's a lot of 80 singers that you like you wouldn't want to do welcome yeah. to the jungle <laughs> but but this hey, is jude no they did some beatles they did it fine okay. there's one song that you cannot try and sound like the like gotcha. the originals, like the Doors, older oh, than you're that. Probably saying sixties, even earlier. Oh, oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, oh God, what's his name? What what's a wonderful th- world. Yes, yes. <laughs> and there is, oh. there is Louis Armstrong. Yeah, or, there is <laughs> a drummer with his like. He's a drummer, except they're playing to drum backing tracks and a keyboard player and a guitar player who I don't know if they're actually playing their instruments. And the drummer is singing. He's like, <laughs> and he's doing it and he can't speak English and he can't sing like that. And he's, he does the whole song, like every extra verse you've ever not heard of and like full on trying to imitate like, like I'm doing it way better than him. Like, I can't do it. Yeah, I'm impressed. It sounds like a guy, like, he's like, it's like, no, it's too good. It was so bad. I was dying. I was at dinner trying not to die. It was, I was in tears. I was crying. Like, 
and the old people are loving it. And then they bust out the Macarena. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the old folks are up doing the ma- I was going to shoot myself. <laughs> oh, I How was, I get, I, that took like three guesses, man. That's, that's props. Props to that's me. That's the song that you never, nobody <laughs> has ever tried to cover it like that unless it's a joke. But this guy was stone cold <laughs> going for it. He was full on going for it. Oh, oh yeah, it. Macarena. What other songs? Can you feel the love tonight? Well, that's Africa right there. Oh. Oh, if I hear Hakuna Matata one more time. <laughs> really? Everybody says it to you all the time. Nice. And the... Tanzania, was it a beautiful. Good, was it a good Can You Feel the Love Tonight? No. They don't speak English. Got a soft spot for that, yeah. They don't speak English or know what they're singing, at least. So they're just saying things that sound like words. Like they hear it and just pronounce words that kind of like... They did Blue Sage Shoes twice and there was it was not even... There was parts of the song that weren't in English. Like it was like anytime that Elvis sings fast, he just made up things. Like don't... Oh. Like, but uh, oh, honey, stay off of those shoes. He'd be like, don't you? Like, you just like make up stuff because he doesn't know the words. Oh, it was. <laughs> and then there was a fire dancer who literally did nothing. She was a fire. Sh- the fire queen. I just called her fire bitch because <laughs> she literally <laughs> ran. She lit some stuff on fire. Two popsicle sticks and like swung her arms around holding them. So you could have done it. Anybody, she, there was one thing she couldn't, she did that I couldn't have done. I can't even, and it's only because I'm not good at hula hoop. But even her hula hoop on fire was, it wasn't on fire. It had these little holders on the outs. There was not, she, she lit a skipping rope on fire and skipped. Nice. Wow. Woo. That's, it was, she put fire on the ground and jumped over it. A lot of fire? No! Like a string, like like a little, like two feet of a strip of fire, and she jumped over it. It was as wide as a pen. And then she jumped over it. And that was the move for that part. What else did she do? Like she just did nothing. She had absolutely zero talent, except she wore, like, no clothes, and the dirty old man loved it. Oh, so bizarre. What else happened? There was some just creepy things. The staff, the only way I could explain the staff is that they were all, like, heavily sedated on something. (laughs) And then I think what happened is that every day you wake up in a new place and you have no idea what your job is for that day and you have to figure it out. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, you go to sleep and you wake up in another room and now you're the cook one day, then you're the, the maid the next day, and then the next day you're the manager of the hotel, and then the next day you're the <laughs> IT guy, and then the next day you're the grounds person. Like, because these people just... No clue what was going on ever. No... Like, just none. And, and hundreds of workers that had... Completely no idea what, what was happening. <laughs> just what total, day are the fire lady? Just totally confused. Like so much confusion. 
You could order whatever you wanted, and you didn't have to pay for it if you didn't want it because they didn't have a clue what they were doing. Nice. Do we pay for this here? Um, uh, um, like you could just leave. Just it was oh, it was uh, oh. I went online and read some of the reviews of the hotel after, and I was in tears laughing so hard. <laughs> for the record, it's called the Blue Bay. Uh, resort in Zanzibar, and some of I, I went in order of worst to best reviews, and the worst reviews are amazingly accurate. <laughs> amazingly, like all the See titles that. on TripAdvisor are like great if you're old, or like dying place for the infirmed. <laughs> we made the best of it. I was laughing the whole time. Like literally, there were people with walkers. <laughs> like I mean, it was just like what is <laughs> the airport there was no baggage claim there was like wooden boxes and people just came and threw the luggage on a pile nice no conveyor belts no they just threw it on a pile and you had to figure it out <sighs> I got you guys some sweet presents nice right. <laughs> love presents Looking forward well, to it. Well, one present. I got you each one present. It's the same present. Hmm. It's pretty cool, though. Can I tell you what it is? Yes. Sure. It's a spear. It's not a full-fledged spear, what? but it's still what? a spear. It's pretty cool. Nice. I was like, well, Brent has a baby. He might not want a spear, but... I'll take a spear. It's not a huge <laughs> one. It's only, like, it's only like three feet, I'd say, maybe. That's enough to get a cat if if he starts causing trouble. Oh yeah, it's metal, like it's fledged metal, like hammered. Nice. Yeah, it's not it's not like a factory one. It's like carved, hand carved, and metal flattened. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's pretty. I'm excited. Neat. Thank you. Yeah, you guys got spears. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gets a spear. Everyone gets a spear. I was like, I when I bought it for you, I was like, I was like, I wonder, what, I wonder what. I'm like, ah, oh, Janelle won't mind it. I'm like, I wonder what Allison will think about a spears hanging around the house. <laughs> I have to hide it somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's protection. Someone breaks into the Yeah, house. under the bed. Yeah, I got a spear, <laughs> honey. Spear. Some people got a baseball bat. Some people got a shotgun. I got a spear, man. That's uh, good. I was, uh, yeah. You don't go ahead. I was changing topics there. I thought you were done. Oh, well, I, I just went hiking one day. Remember my last yeah. hiking experience? Up a mountain? Yeah, when you yeah when you got like pulled over by the cops because they thought you're dead. Oh, that was my in Canada one. Yeah, that yeah, was okay. Basically, the moral of the story is that I suck at hiking. Last time you were hiking was the Mount uh, Mount Sinai. Just felt like Sinai. I was gonna die there. Um, it turns out that little Hobbit people like me are not meant to climb mountains. Okay. So we end up calling like an audible in our. Uh, in our trip because we want to do a hike a day before we leave. And we look at it and we look at this thing. He's like, oh, yeah, this is the one you guys are doing. Our, our guide points at it. He's like, yeah, it's nice. And we're like, oh, are you going to come with us? He's like, no, 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 no. I've done it before. So I was like, okay. <laughs> not realizing that he's like, no, I'm not an idiot. I'm not doing that hike. <laughs> and uh, we look at the picture and it's a giant waterfall. Like it's a half. It's over a half mile of like waterfall up in a mountain right and we're like wow that's you look at the picture it's amazing it's like from the foot of the waterfall and it looks just like this beautiful place i'm like 
when you see a picture from the foot of the waterfall, that means that sometime in history a photographer had to have been there. And there's probably a trail to get there. And wouldn't you assume that that would be the trail that you would hike to go to see the waterfall? No. Instead, you climb over a mountain and then down the mountain to where the waterfall starts, on the top of the waterfall, on, like, cliffs. And guess who's scared of heights here? <laughs> Terrified. I, yeah. I, I just about froze. I, I couldn't move. We would stop, and I would be. I was like, "We're dead. We're I'm gonna die." Like I'm on a cliff next to a waterfall that's a half mile up. Like, and is the guy. These fun tours where you have to go forward. Like you're, you, not, you're gonna get picked up somewhere else. No, you have to go back, but it's. <laughs> I was just gonna live there. That was kind of where I was, where I had made my peace. It's like, well, I'm living on a mountain now. It's gonna be a good life. It'll be different, but. No, because the, you climb up the mountain, but then you're not at the waterfall because the waterfall is in the dip between two mountains. So then you have to climb down the mountain. And then you have to climb back up the same mountain that you just climbed down again. So you have to climb the mountain twice. Most trips you climb the mountain, and then you get to come down the mountain. This, this one, you climb the mountain, and then you climb the mountain again while you're on the edge of a cliff by a waterfall. Oh, with a guy that has a machine gun. Who clearly yeah. has no idea what's happening, but he's our guide. He's got boots and a machine gun, and he's hiking with us. And climbing on the edge of everything and laughing and having a great time. It's just like, oh my god. <laughs> <gasps> so if he were to fall off a ledge and like die, would you take the machine gun with you or what, what would happen? If he you lost bad stuff in the wild. If he died? Hell yeah, I'd take if the he, there's leopards in the trees. <laughs> like, legit. There can be... Like, there's, Trevor you, with the machine gun just walking around hunting leopards. Man, you Did don't hunt them? leopards. You just wait till a leopard... Yourself. You wait till a leopard is about to kill you and hope you get lucky. That's that's <laughs> leopard hunting. You can't win. You like it's. We had a monkey jump in our safari vehicle. I thought I was dead. <laughs> like a little one or big chimp? Medium, a medium-sized baboon. Oh man, nice. Medium-sized baboon jumped on the inside of our vehicle. I thought I was going to rip my face off. I literally <laughs> was looking for a coke bottle. Uh, it just looked. No, they're not friendly. They're they're wild things. <laughs> Myself. What a wonderful world. I see skies of blue and clouds of white. The bright blessed day, the dark sacred night, and I think to myself.